0: Welcome to the Eagle Eye Podcast,
1: the number one show to bring you all things Club America and English. Oh, what a strike, Club America! Your hosts for today are Ivan Pineda, Cristian Rosendo, Alexis Juarez, and everyone's favorite cowboy, Dylan Jimenez. Now let's hit the field and
2: start the show. America!
1: Everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Eagle Eye Podcast. Today, we got plenty and plenty of stuff to talk about as we dive into the world of. Club America. We'll be uh, talking about the squad and whether or not we're going to have a couple of foreigners leave the team or if they're just not going to be on the books for this season. Uh, And then, of course, we're going to give you guys all the latest news and updates ahead of the Queretaro match. Preview that game. Get you guys up and ready for that Thursday night kickoff. And as always, joining me today, it is none other than uh, Brooklyn's very own AJ and Christian Rosendo all the way from New York. Gentlemen, how are we doing?
2: Doing good. Thank you. Monday, what a better way to start my Monday off by talking everything through America.
1: Definitely, definitely. Christian, how are you, my friend?
3: I'm good, Ivan. Thank you. I hope everyone here is doing well. Uh, Four days away from the start of the season, so I'm very excited.
1: Definitely. Lots and lots of reasons to be excited. Lots of reasons also to be very skeptical about this team. We'll get into that in just a second. But joining us today... To help us preview and talk all things America, it is none other than LA Times' very own Fidel Martínez. Fidel, all the way from LA, how are you, my friend?
0: I'm doing well, just uh, trying to survive this LA heat wave, which means 85-degree weather. It's
1: terrible. It is 85 over there with you. It is 100 outside for <laughs> yeah. me, all right? And we are, we're like an hour away from each other. Yeah, so
0: that heat, it's crazy. It really is crazy, right, how much uh, the 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 temperature changes like the further you get from the ocean.
1: Yeah, definitely. As soon as you pass a certain point in the 91, you might as well just, you know, turn back because it's too hot. So, but glad to have you on. Really excited. Thank you for having me. No, thank you. Glad to have always an Americanista on here to talk, uh, Aguilas del America. And I'm excited to hear your thoughts on the team, uh, because we do get to see your tweets here and there on the timeline whenever America does play. So I'm excited to uh, to, to pick your brain out a little bit and see what your oh, thoughts boy. on Saladi's uh, second yeah. stint and second, uh, go at this tournament with America. So it should be an interesting one. Um, but gentlemen, let's jump right into it. Really, nothing much to talk about other than squad updates, Christian. This is where you come to shine any updates any rumors potentially of someone coming in someone leaving what's going on in and around solaris camp over in guapa are we gonna have everyone registered by thursday or are we gonna have to do some modifications towards the
3: latter stages of uh, of this month? where we are america so nothing ever gets done on time um so basically things have happened Things took a, a full 360 since last time we were on. Last time we discussed the possibilities of uh, Renato Ibarra staying with America, and then um, but the goal was still to uh, get him a new team just because of, you know, prior issues with the board. It has uh, come to light now that in the past couple of days that that's now not the case anymore. Uh, they're, look, they're trying extra hard now, putting all their effort into uh, relocating Nicolás Benedetti so they can actually register um Renato Ivara for the next season. Uh, I don't know still the, the reasoning behind this why everyone is taking the full 360 turn. Um, but that seems to be like, like like the big thing right now that you know they're putting all their effort into relocating Benedetti uh, so Ibarra can play with the first team next season.
1: This is an interesting development That's kind of been arising for the past couple of days Right, it's been the talk of Benedetti Potentially leaving, especially since he's out 100% just yet uh, to, to fully be ready for kickoff On Thursday, and then it looks like Renato Ibarra, from what You know, s- signs point out That he would be willing to You know, not him willing to I know she, he is, but it looks like <laughs> Solati's willing To fit him into the squad somehow Um, <clears throat> Interesting we have here Jacob Le- Leao saying we have until Jornada 4 to sign someone from Liga MX but correct me if mm-hmm. i'm wrong Christian they would have not had to play any minutes with their team um, I think that's true yes and until September to sign any foreigners which by the way i already told you guys uh don't get your hopes up we are not going to be signing any more foreigners at least for this season maybe winter but this season i don't see it happening fidel i'm curious to hear your opinion in regards to this whole renato ibarra kind of 360 turn it looks like he was going to be a player that was no longer ever going to be wearing an america jersey but it looks like now due to situations because of bad contracts that we've had he's going to have to stay with america and most likely may even see some minutes in the apertura
0: I actually really am excited for that. I feel like there, he has some, you know, some potential, and, and I feel like now that he's going to be given playing time, you know, it could it could be it could pay off. You know, um, obviously, it's there are a lot of questions, but I, I think it's it's an exciting development for me. I feel like you
1: know? interesting. AJ, what do you fall on this spectrum?
2: Mixed. Especially after the situation that did happen with another Ibarra. So it has a lot of America fans not want him, while others, now that he's coming back, it seems like everyone seems to be on board, especially with the situation we currently have at America. You know, with Leo Suarez, everyone just seems they do not like him. And now that Ibarra is coming back to America and seems to be in the roster for the upcoming season, everyone say that's a complete upgrade and they're excited to see him back. So a little bit iffy on it, but. It's always nice to have um, competition on the right-hand side with uh, with Leos course,
1: Yeah, definitely. And funny enough, we're answering Jacob's uh, question without even actually acknowledging it first, but I think I fall more on Fidel's side of things. It, It is a kind of very interesting development, and this is a player that before, you know, his injury and after that, what happened in uh, his own personal life, this is, this was arguably the best player that America had in the team. Um, this is a guy that's dynamic and has speed, potential. Like, yeah, I get it. He didn't have the best season in Atlas, but, I mean, who did in Atlas, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so good my, point. Very good point. <laughs> so <laughs> it's what I'm, I'm trying to say yeah. is that I think, look – We were all ready to throw out Roger Martinez off the boat and never see him ever again in an America jersey. And look, six months down the line, he's arguably the best player in the team now. So who's to say that Solari can't do the same type of magic he did on Roger with Anati Barra, who understands the club, has been with the the team longer than Roger has, uh, that he he, he understands his role, he understands what this institution stands for, and what, you know, he's a competitive player that, if it wasn't for his kind of, you know, situation, (laughs) would have most likely been in Copa America, you know? So, it's going to be an interesting development, but I, I do fall on Fidel's side of things, where This could be potentially something very exciting uh, That could maybe feel like a new signing Because we're not going to bring in anyone And Christian, you know this better than anyone else Following the team so close as you do With regards to transfers There's no one coming in from outside That we're going to have to do all of our work Within our own league And even then We're we're scrambling just to shuffle out some players And and that's going to be the most frustrating thing about it So I think Renato Ibarra coming into it Might help the situation And I know Chris Rivera saying over here That Renato takes over Leo Suarez spot easily, I don't think it works that fast But I do think that he would push Leo Suarez to maybe even be better Than what he is Because we've known that that internal competition Is exactly what Solari Aims for And so, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens But, um I don't know,
3: Christian. What do you following on all of it? No, I think um, I agree with, with both you and Fidel. I think this could be an interesting take uh, for this season. Just knowing just because prior to this, we kind of thought we were going to be stuck with little Suarez the whole season. And um, that <laughs> just didn't really sit well with me, uh, knowing that probably there's better options out there. Um, but listen, the internal competition can bring in, bring out the best in people. Uh, if Slotty can kind of get another back to the way he was uh, pre-injury, like you said, um, I think this is only positive things for America and I'm excited to see where this goes and hopefully, you know, he does make the first team and hopefully he does get a uh, consistent minutes with us and, uh, and stays with us because, uh, Ivan, you said it perfectly before everything, he was definitely a top player in America and you saw what he injured and you saw what he could do in, in those 20 minutes, 23 minutes that he played against Monterey in that final. Um, so it's definitely exciting and I'm just trying to see where, where this goes from now.
0: Well, and definitely. can I just add really quickly? I mean, it's also he's coming from a situation in which it was assumed that he wasn't going to be here, right? And all right. of a sudden, he's like, "Just kidding, JK, you're here." Like, that's got to be a motivator, right? You know, and and like it's a motivator that you know, like if like I think it's creating a situation in which he now feels he needs to prove something to him, not just to himself, but to the fandom. You know, so I think you know it's 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 definitely I think it has a lot of upside. You know, so.
3: I
1: agree. I agree. And I think that there's going to be, you know, it it can all point to two different directions. It can point to Renate Barra having a stellar season under Solari, or it can point to him kind of just being, you know, a bit underwhelming and more more of a reason to get rid of him in in the offseason during winter. But right now the situation is as it is. Uh, We can't offload players. And we seem to have overbooked. Uh, Our our roster with foreigners and now we're scrambling to find places and for for these players one of them being mentioned Benedetti any word Mm -hmm. as to maybe who is a potential
3: front-runner for Benedetti right now? Um, There's seems rumors uh, that a couple MLS teams are interested uh, But it's uh, it's just uh, the kind of terms of the contract that America wants isn't favorable for the teams that are interested in him So that's why everything's taking a kind of a standstill position right now. Um, And same thing with Castillo. It's just, you know, no one really wants to pay Castillo what he's making right now. So especially with everything that's going on with him, uh, it just seems like too much of a risk for a lot of teams and no one wants to take it on. Yeah, look, this is –
1: I think the most frustrating thing about all of this is that we have been talking about America needing to get the job done in regards to finding home and offloading these foreign players For what a little bit over a month now, we are three days away from the start of the season, and where I believe we need to start complete, we need to register the team, I think by the latest Wednesday. And we still have yet to figure out that situation as to who's leaving. And so that I think is the most frustrating thing about it. And I think that's what the fans are mostly frustrated about it is, you know not having a clear understanding of what this team is going to be like, what's it going to look like, you know, and, and that's what I think is the most frustrating thing about it all. Can you imagine what Solari feels like, though? Like, I bet you he was promised, like, don't worry, we're going to we're gonna get rid of Aguilera, and we're going to bring in whoever you <laughs> want in center back and all this stuff. And at the end of the day, he stuck with Renato Ibarra and Leo Suarez on the right-hand side instead of bringing Brian Ocampos or Cristo, you know? And, and it was just like, I think that's the frustrating thing about it all is that solari too at, at one point must feel frustrated and be like, what, "What? you guys promised me all of this and you guys can't deliver on yeah. nothing.
3: Just to, just to not give anyone any false hope, but the, the window is still there. It's still open to bring someone in. It's just Ivan, like you said, there's no action of people leaving. Um, people want to talk, you know, including players in deals, but like no one wants to take on the current context of these three players, which makes it that much harder to kind of, you know, get rid of them and bring someone in in return. Um, anything can happen. We have until like, uh, like I think our good friend Jacob said earlier, we have until September, um, the end of September, but it doesn't seem likely though.
1: you know, no, we have until the start of September. Cause the transfer window closes on August 31st. You're right. Sorry. I said end, right? Yes. Yeah,
3: I said that. I was like, "That's that's too much hope to give, and and that's that's something we
1: can't promise on this podcast." Whole month of August,
3: basically.
1: Yeah, I promise you, we're not gonna get it done. Um, Somehow they're gonna stay on the books, and we're just gonna have to end up paying those wages. And again, that's just gonna hurt us for the winter transfer window because there's not gonna be any more money. Um, Any any other updates? I know you you just mentioned Nico Castillo. There was nothing really there. Um, It looks like the Vina situation's died down. Not really talking about that anymore. Um so it looks play, like oh, for the mo-
3: play
1: Thursday. I'm sorry? He's ready, oh, he's to ready play yeah, th- he's ready to play Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um I think that's it right in regards to as to updates and rumors in regards to the to the club.
3: That's pretty
1: much it. Interesting. Well, literally nothing changed from last week to this week nothing's changed whatsoever. Uh <laughs> I think that's the, the frustrating thing about it. Fidel, I'm curious now to get from you a uh, oh, kind of you know, your perspective on this America side, because it really is a unchanged side. You look at the inclusions of Salvador Reyes, Miguel Ayuna, and um, Madrigal, that's really it. it. But they took places of, of, of other players that were already there. This is basically still the same team from last. How are you going into this season?
0: You know, I'm actually strangely okay with it i think i think this is going to be i mean look we're talking about this is like solari's second season with the club right and and i feel like what better way to measure his his like progress than by like keeping things as they are so that you know you could have a sample size to see if there's actually progression with this coaching. you know definitely and i mean i think last year you know i i gotta say they did a lot better than i expected i'm all Granted, I'm 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 kind of a pessimist, you know, because I just assume my teams are just going to do terrible, you know, and that's <laughs> and that's an offshoot from like you know growing up in Texas and being a Cowboys fan, so I'm just like <laughs> oh, I just assume the worst, you know. So given given that he was a he's a relatively green coach, you know, I mean, you know, obviously he comes from Europe, but it's not like he was coaching at the top tier, you know. So I feel like given how the team performed last season and you know I, I i saw it as 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 a as a good thing and i'm really curious to see if you know there's progression there or you know hopefully they they don't regress you know so hopefully like i'm cautiously optimistic you know
1: that's 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 a good way of putting it really and i don't think a lot of people would have spent it that way um i definitely i know i wouldn't because i i feel still that this is a miguel Herrera side that solari has unfortunately had to kind of Foster. And, and so now we're here thinking, like, what would this team be if Soladi could, you know, dismantle and put it back together the way he wanted to? But I think Fidel's argument is still something very valid that it, it goes to show is okay, let's keep this core the same and let's see how much we can progress. We knew what we had last season and we got all the way up to that, you know, quarterfinals and where things go differently. Who knows what would be? But at least we know kind of where the bar stands. And knowing that we have to surpass it. Now, let's not forget what we did in the regular season. We were shy of what, 41 points because of an Atlas mistake uh, uh, of registering Vinas for the bench. And that alone, I mean, I think we all tend to forget that because of what happened against Pachuca. But again, the bar is there to surpass quarterfinals, but also the bar in, in the regular season is very high, to be it's honest. And if they can equal that or even surpass that, then okay, we're we're looking in pretty good tip-top shape. And I think Solari understands. Um, and and we haven't heard his press conference yet because he'll he'll, he'll be giving one uh, most likely tomorrow because the team will have to travel on Wednesday. Um, but you he, he, you hear him talking; he's not afraid of the challenge. You know, it, it, he's very much up for it, and he. He has an odd way of saying the right things at the right time, and it kind of gives the fans a little bit of a, okay, this guy knows what he's talking about, and it's not some angry, short man just yelling at reporters saying, you know. (laughs) Yeah, for real. It's definitely a different (laughs) vibe with
3: Solari, you
1: know. Oh, man. But, hey. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. But interesting enough, um, now, nah, gentlemen, how do you, how do you guys feel about the squad, knowing that it's the same coming into the new season, second round with Solari? I'm just curious to hear your guys' thoughts, knowing that this is still basically the same squad. Um, just me about how I
2: feel about this squad. You know, like uh, if you said that. I'm actually okay with this squad. So now he seems to have an idea of what his players are and what formation he puts them, how they fit into his tactics. And it feels like at this point now, this, um, second time's a charm at this point. And concerning as well how he did say, now we will reiterate this over and over again, he said from last season on the press conference, we're going for the championship. Expect that. And I feel like with this squad players, in all honesty, midfield's pretty solid. Up front, when healthy, very solid squad. This is us just hoping to just break... That threshold just being able to just score more than just one or two goals, but I just feel like defense is a bit shaky. Time, but th- remember, this is the same defense that's also lifted us our 13th title with Bruno Valdez and Emmanuel Aguilera. Those guys are there, are your center backs, really. There's not really much replacement for them besides Sebastian Casas. But all in all, I feel like this squad can definitely be shaped to something. And we were one of the top defensive sides last season, so I can do anything with this team. And I feel like this time around he definitely can change these around uh, again, make even more improvements from the previous season.
1: Definitely. And then I think, you know, talking about center backs here, Chris points out something very interesting. You know, the pressure is on Bruno getting back into form. If it happens, I expect us getting to the final, him and Casades as starters. Interesting. Uh, Christian, your take on this team?
3: Um, I think it's pretty much the same as last year. Um, I think that we can be solid up front. I think we have all the right tools uh, and just the right mindset to get us being a good offensive team. It's just the defense. Once again, I think that towards the latter part of the season, um, our defense kind of fell off. I think it was kind of noted by everyone that, you know, we weren't the same team as we were in the beginning of the season. Um, So I think that that's going to be crucial for this one to kind of just maintain that form of good run throughout the whole season. I know it's hard. I know it's difficult, but I think we have players, and I think new players that come in can provide that extra help uh, to get us there. When players are maybe you know slacking off, not doing so well, we have definitely young, hungry backups uh, to come up and, uh, and and you know prove themselves. So I think we're gonna be fine. I think we have the right team to win the title. It's just hopefully getting everything aligned and um, and just making the best of what we have that's what we did last year and with the reincorporations of the olympic people that aren't here right now i think this team can only get better than what we've seen so far
1: yeah i mean you know only way from here now is up because of what we've been capable of seeing but i don't know I, I want to feel as optimistic as the three of you here but it's just something something inside me is just telling me no you know I just I don't like the way that the board has handled this situation no one Which does but the, yeah no, but it's just I feel like it's been stacking on year after year after year that it, it, it ultimately ended up in this huge snowball effect that now we're in the situation where we can't even think about an outside market because we can't even take care of what's you know in our own backyard and and that's what i think frustrates me the most it's not to say that we i don't think we have a talented team i don't think we uh, you might disagree with me, question but i don't think we're as um we're as stacked i think in regards to uh depth as 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 many people would like you to think you are
3: probably not but i think that if we i mean Let's put it on, on paper, we probably have a top three midfield out of the whole league. On paper. Now, if one goes down, then yes, you're right. Our options are very, very, very limited.
1: And I think that's the interest that's that's I think the most kind of frustrating part is that we know that one, we're already missing players because of the Olympics and you know, fortunately no one was there for the Gold Cup squad, so we won't be, you know, too many players down. But then you have to think about it too. The turnaround is quick as soon as these players come back from the uh, the from the Olympics because then you have uh, Concacaf Champions League, you have that you know first leg against Philadelphia, and then you know Double Jornada starts stacking up. Then you have to go up against uh, Philly again, and so it, it's it's gonna be a quick turnaround. Everything's gonna be just quick, quick, quick. And also remember too, I mean. You know, some of these players, we expect them to go play with their national teams for World Cup qualifiers as well. So, you know, that depth is really going to start playing, uh, you know, taking a toll after maybe the 10th, 11th jornada. And I'm just worried that at that point, you
3: know, what yeah, is like our hardest look like. of the season two. Yeah, get like that yeah. moment after when the hard games begin.
1: Exactly. So that's why I think I'm just a little bit more on the skeptical side of things, because I do feel like. Done right, we could have built a better squad and we could have, you know, head on into that, you know, tougher part of the season looking a little bit better. But hey, hashtag, right? Yeah.
0: I mean, I'd say the counter to that though is I I, like, I I definitely agree with you on the point about the the friendlies, or not the friendlies, I'm sorry, the the qualifiers. But I mean, that's not specific to America. Other teams are also going to be losing players, you know, so. It, 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 I feel like, especially, you know, like, club like Cuba and like, that might, that might be a little bit, you know, harder on them than it would be on Cuba America, you know, so I'd see that sort of the the counter to that, but I wholeheartedly agree with you, I think, I do think that the, the regular, you know, like, just, just the way that seasons play out, right, and all these other different obligations that you have, right, like, that, that takes a toll on the body, you know, so, yeah, so...
1: It yeah. does. It does. And, and not to add that, uh, of course, uh, three of our players are going to be going to the All Star game as well. So, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> add, add, add even more games to these guys' yeah. schedule. So, that I think is going to be the interesting thing to see how Solari deals with this, right? He's going to have to man manage some of these players very specifically. Um, and we'll see what happens Because let's say Roger Martinez is tearing it up and That's a player that you're going to lose Because Colombia is going to want him To be going and playing with the national team we we'll us just say Cáceres doesn't step up in the center back And now Uruguay's calling him and So I think that's something that you know We have to keep in mind And
3: we're really going to have to dig deep Into our youth squad Listen, I'm looking at you, Chava Reyes I'm looking at you, Santi Naveda, Carlos yeah. Campos, you know These players are going to have to note that they're most likely gonna play a crucial role in this season and I think I'm all for it. And I know AJ definitely is.
1: Definitely, because he knows Chucho Lopez. No, Chucho Lopez probably gonna be with Guatemala and oh wait, they're not <laughs> they're not part of that final uh eight. Never mind. Oh Chucho Lopez gonna stay. <laughs>
2: Man, he should have been there, but you know, broke his ankle. So
1: Yeah, well we will see, but it's not to say that I don't think this team can go on a run, right? And and I think if you go back and you listen to my my first um, thoughts on Solati's team when he first was in charge, I was I was as skeptical as I am today. Uh, and look at that. I mean, they almost finished in first place. And, you know, if it wasn't for Cruz Azul, we'd be talking about a whole different thing, you know. But it'll be interesting. I do want to read something off of that I thought was very hilarious. Uh, Jacob saying, I don't know about you guys, but I'm kind of scared of Cruz Azul this season, which Chris replies... I'm not scared of Cruz Azul but Monterrey and the refs <laughs> I do fear. <laughs> uh which I think we all are scared at least of the refs because if it's something that we haven't had luck with in the past couple of seasons it has been the refs and VAR. We'll see if things uh change for this upcoming season but yeah. I don't know if
0: some see. I don't know if I'm that afraid of Cruz Azul. I mean, I feel like it's I think this is going to be one of those times in which they they finally win it, and then, like, another decade of ineptitude. I think, so, yeah, <laughs> you know? Let's hope so. so. Let's hope
3: <laughs> so. I'm, <laughs> I'm down for that. That's fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, one thing's for sure. They're going to continue to be kind of the team to um, the team to beat for a while yeah. because of, you know, their their roster and, and the way that they're playing. I mean, what they just ended up being campe- the campeonists against Leon. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we'll see. But, it. We'll, we'll we'll cross that that path when we get to it later down the season. We don't have to worry about them in such a long time. They got to take care of their own stuff because they aren't looking so hot in the transfer market either. So we'll see what happens. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm curious. How far do you think the San side gets? At least give me your prediction as to where they finish in the top uh, in the in the regular season on the table, and then if and when they do make playoffs, how far do they get in the league? Man.
0: Okay. So. I don't think they're going to finish on top, you know, because I do think, you know, Kusasun is, you know, but I'd say definitely, I I would say in the top four, you know, I feel very confident about that. I I feel like it's, the the club is strong enough to, I mean, like you said, last year, same squad, right? And they, they finished second. If it And like, they they would have been a top if it weren't for that, you know, that that penalty, but that, that deduction. But so I think, I think they're definitely going to be, you know, there, but uh I uh <clears throat> I, I hope I'm wrong, but I think maybe the the semis, I think that's how far as they go. You know, I feel like it's giving me one of those, you know, squad, like one of those vibes of like really good team, but they just fall short, you know. And I, I hope I'm fun. wrong. So
1: well we all hope so too. Cause yeah, we'd, <laughs> we'd all love to be in the final. Uh we got some shoutouts here saying Gary Torres coming out saying hello amigos. Hello to Miss Gary. Mary Jane saying it's okay because you guys know Cruz Azul siempre la Cruz Azulea. uh, No one's going to argue with that at all. Curious. Well, well let's let's hope I, I I think I agree with you I think semifinals is exactly where we end up um although I know these two gentlemen right here they would much rather be in a final but we'll have to wait and see. I think Christian has frozen. Oh, he's right back. There it is. I was I like he's it. he's he's grinning a lot in one place and not even moving. <laughs> I, I don't know what he's got cooking in his mind. Um Let's see. We got a comment here from our beloved Cowboy Dylan saying, "Fidel, hoping for that final, like he's hoping for that Cowboy Super Bowl." Oh, <laughs> oh, man.
0: Man. <laughs> man, can I can I tell you? Can I tell you a, a funny story about the Cowboys? Yeah. Right. So I'm a huge America fan because of my dad. Like you know, because I mean, as as usually goes, right? Like yeah. that, that's how it this goes. But and I'm a huge Cowboys fan, right? And I remember when I was a kid, you know, I was like, you know, my parents are immigrants, so like. Back then, I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make all your dreams come true." Blah blah blah. So I, and I, was like, "I'm gonna take you to the Super Bowl, Dad, when the Cowboys win the Super Bowl. Make it to the Super Bowl." Now, m- mind you, this was like '94, '95 when the Cowboys, you know, were that. So anyway, recently I was, I was back in Texas and I was telling him about it. It's like, "Hey, remember when like he was telling me about all the promises that I never delivered on?" And he was <laughs> like, well, I, "Hey, like." The Cowboys <laughs> still haven't gone to the Super Bowl, so, you know, I could still show up on that one. <laughs> so, but yes, uh, Dylan is very 100% correct.
1: <laughs> Don't worry. He's on that same boat as you. Is He's he's hoping for that final just as much as he's wishing for his Cowboys to make it into that Super Bowl as well. Uh, it's interesting. We got one from Alex. What saying? Saludos, Azulcremas. Os quiero ver en Philly. Los quiero ver en Philly. El podcast en vivo. That'd be an interesting thing to do, AJ. We got to make it happen. Definitely. Um, Well, already then. I think we've talked enough about the team where we think they're gonna land. How it's looking like, and if any updates do emerge, you guys know where to get your guys' daily America feed from at the Eagle Eye Podcast. Go follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You guys will be caught up to date with everything and anything going on in and around the world of America and Go up Alrighty then. Before we move on into our next segment, I do want to remind everyone that today's episode is brought to you guys by Footcult. If you guys haven't done so already, make sure you guys go check out Footcult.com. They've got some amazing product. They just dropped some great gear. I mean, have you guys seen? The shorts that they just dropped recently my goodness um and you guys can get all of that for 10 percent off by using the discount code eep at checkout again that is discount code eep at checkout to get 10 percent off all full call products and again thank you to full for sponsoring today's episode all right gentlemen well the start of the season is upon us now uh the, the team will be traveling to queretaro on um well is not so far from Mexico City, but I would imagine Solari still wants uh, them to leave a day early so that way they can get their training (laughs) done and all that stuff. So most likely the team will leave on Wednesday and then Thursday night will be the matchup. How are we feeling about this one coming into this game? The Corregidor has always been a tricky situation for America. It hasn't really been the best place for us to shine, but I think that it might be a time to turn it around, especially with Solari. Christian, your thoughts on the first game of the season up against Los Gallos?
3: Well, I'm definitely pumped for it. On on just on my personal notes, but I think it should be a good game. I think this is a game where I think uh, América has to go out there and prove to the league that um, even though they're still relatively the same team, that they're still there to be top contenders, and um, they just need to prove it that from 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 the get go. So um, I think it's very important that Salati kind of just goes. when the whistle blows just go out there and insert your your dominance to be the protagonist in the match and um just keep it going from there definitely aj
2: very excited thursday night even though it's a it's a weird time you know for us to be playing but hey i can't go right, wrong with that 10 p.m much more of a reason for me to stay up late at night um last time we won two one I'm not trying to see Aljazeera Pulveda score on us again because I cannot believe how we let a guy like him score, and I'm not looking forward to that again. Please, Eman Aguilera, anyone, just don't let him score. But all in all, pretty excited. Can't wait to see what Solari puts up in his starting 11 and see what he can do against Quereto. Like you mentioned before, always going to wait to Quereto. It's tough. We did match to grab three points last time. Now let's do that again on Thursday
1: definitely but those three points were at home AJ this is going to be a much much different situation now but it isn't the same Gallo side I will say that much they mm-hmm. have had their tweaks and changes as to you know no more Antonio Valencia has he retired he was like I've had enough of Queretaro I'm done for for the rest <laughs> of my life um and so well we'll see what this Queretaro side is looking like but for that, coming into this one how you feel in America opening their regular season against Queretaro on the road
0: you know, I was I was listening to the podcast, uh, that you guys, the previous episode, and uh, you guys were talking about how you know these were they were getting like one zero wins. I, I feel like this is like a great team to break away from that, and like my prediction, I think like it's gonna be two one. I'm sorry, AJ, but I think that's actually what's gonna happen. But I mean, I think it's it's gonna be it's gonna be like a good way to like start. Uh, i haven't been too aware of what like i haven't been following the roster moves that that has done but if i'm not mistaken they had like the the lowest payroll last season you know so i feel like yeah. if they gotten worse since then then like it bodes well for, for las Aguilas, you know so I, I i feel i feel pretty optimistic and you know how america loves to concede those those goals that are still frustrating you know but yeah. you know hopefully it'll be like a like a a, a like they make it two one, they're up 2 zero and then they give up the goal and it's not, you know, like a stressful you know like giving up a goal. So I, I feel pretty good about it.
1: Okay, nice, interesting. Well, if he does completely jump the gun, he got his prediction out of the way before I even asked oh, for I'm it. So but... <laughs> <sorry>. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. I was just
0: so excited. Uh,
1: hey, you're switching it you're switching it up yeah. on us. You know what? We like it. We like it. Yeah. Uh a, a little bit for AJ uh Sepulveda has left. So Jacob Lau giving us a little bit of an update. Even there. better.
2: Like now the whole <laughs> point—he clearly cannot score against us. <laughs> it. So there you go.
1: <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um no, I mean it it's 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 definitely a game like you mentioned, Fidel, that I think that, you know. I could see America conceding a sloppy goal But if it's one thing I think Solari has worked on this preseason Is try to, you know, keep the shape very tight at the back And not give up anything I mean, we've gotten very fortunate in these preseason games to not concede And we didn't even see the game against Atlante That they had behind closed doors But I promise you there was one or two chances that Atlante were like How did we not score that?
3: By the way, we did win 1-0
1: Yes, we did end up win one zero.
0: All four preseason games. <laughs> all four preseason games. 1-0. We scored one zero. Um, but well, hey, just getting them out of the way early, you know. So yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think I mentioned uh, when America was falling into this tendency last season with, with Solari, where it's like, Oh, well, you're winning one zero two one, not not by many goals. And I said, you know what? I would much rather see my team win one zero the way that they were winning. And take it all the way to the end, than to you know see this kind of daring football, you know left and right, all this stuff, scoring three, four goals, and maybe potentially conceding two, three also. Like I don't know, there's 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 something about me that says keep the clean sheet, keep the clean sheet, and work from there. It's on. a goalie in you, you know. It's the goalkeeper in me, definitely. And it'll be interesting. The goalkeeper in net will be Oscar Jimenez. I mean, last yeah. time he played an official game for America, I didn't boast so well as he had that little hiccup against Santos. But again, that was many months ago, and he's been on quite the form recently. Yeah. So we'll we'll have to wait and see what he's capable of doing. But um, well, I mean, now that we've signaled out a couple of players, Christian, what do you think uh, Solari's starting eleven is going to look like?
3: Yeah, nothing, nothing much is going to change from last season uh, unless, you know, he really feels something for a new player or something. I think it's going to go the same. Um, I'll have Oscar Jimenez in net, uh, Layun, Cáceres, Bruno Fuentes in the back, Richard uh, Aquino and Fidalgo in the midfield, and then uh, Linus, uh, Leo Suárez, and uh, Roger Martinez up top.
1: Interesting. I like it. I like it. Well, there's the predicted lineup on the screen for you guys. Well, we knew that Ayun was going to get the start because of Jorge Sanchez being out with the Gold right. Cup. I mean, not the Gold Cup, excuse me, the Olympic so, squad. Um, interesting that Cáceres does get the start, but he has been in the preseasons. He looked very sharp. I mean, can't say the same about Aguilera, right? Uh Fuentes, again, I think that's someone that we definitely were expecting to get the start. But Chava Reyes is definitely breathing down that man's neck. Um, And so I expect that to change in a couple of, se- uh, in a couple of weeks. That might just be Reyes starting that left-back spot. Uh, and then everything from there else is exactly what you mentioned, Christian. What was expected at all times. So interesting, though. Fidalgo, Fidalgo, <laughs> Fidel, <laughs> <What> <laughs> that? I'm already, Close. I'm already giving I've already baptized <laughs> you as Fidalgo, Fidel, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay.
0: <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll be list, willing to give on, you, on, you the number you know, 10. Funny, the one thing, the one name, no, like the one, the one name that everyone always confuses mine with is Felix, which I, so Fidalgo's was um, fine, you know. At least you got the first three letters right, you know. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> the do worry, we'll we'll, yeah. we'll give you the number ten shirt. Unlike America with Fidalgo, um, how, you know, seeing the starting eleven, how, how how you feeling coming into this game? If that is what, um,
0: yeah, so I mean, it's. On the pitch? I feel pretty good about it. Like I said, I, I think I think this is. Uh, the perfect. It's like I, I think. I mean, it could be a trap, right? Where they might be overconfident, but I don't really foresee things like. I think they're going to take care of it, and I think that roster is definitely more than capable of getting the W. So I feel pretty pretty good about it.
1: Interesting for you. Who's the best player on the squad right now? Oof. Oh man, he's like. I'm but, gonna say Fidalgo because you confused me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, I mean, honestly,
0: I, I feel like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass the buck on that, you know, cause I feel like I haven't been falling much during the off season. So I feel like, you know, new season clean slate. so, but uh,
1: I yeah, yeah,
0: so we'll see. I don't know, man. I feel like maybe it's just because, like it's like I like it's a new new season. I just feel like let's just start everything fresh, no baggage, you know, cause I feel like if you bring baggage in from the previous season, obviously there's gonna be baggage, but I feel like, it's a lot better to sort of like start afresh. I don't know. That's my take. I yeah. agree.
1: All right. Nice. I like it. Um, well, I mean, for the names that you put out there, Christian, I think everyone's eyes is going to be on Roger Martinez, right? I think we, we want him to start off the season kind of the way he started off this preseason was scoring a goal, and that was about it. Didn't really see any more goals from him. Just a couple of nice little highlights for him to put in his Ronaldinho-esque, uh, you know video highlights, and and that's about it. But I think Roger definitely has to step up in this matchup. I mean, AJ, for you, any other player besides Roger that needs to have a big game against Queretaro?
2: Um, Honestly, I just I would say everyone needs to have a great game against Queretaro. That's what you want to see. You want to see the best of the best from this team. Don't want to see anyone slacking. It's against a top-up position like Queretaro, so really just want everyone to be on their a game but i think the most i'm gonna be keeping my eye out on royer martinez he just seems like the player that's just been having the spotlight for america especially out last season i'd say he was arguably one of the best players on our squad last season and compared to what he was before, with pio before everyone just wanted him out now everyone's on the royer martinez train they don't want him to leave now they want him to keep scoring those goals and just being the player that he is the one that we saw when he first arrived for the Real.
1: Definitely.
3: All righty then Christian, I think this season, I think the theme for the season, at least for America and, and for most of the players is, you know, proving themselves. Um, you know, you have a lot of players here, Layún, Renato, Roger, Fidalgo, Chavarreyes um, all these players coming into the team just want to prove something. Um, I have my eyes on Fidalgo. I think that, um, you know, he needs to become that player for America. Um, having the ball on consistently, making the plays, just being literally the spotlight. I need him to be that player for us. And I think he has everything at his disposal to do it. It's just, you know, unlocking something that maybe, you know, he didn't have last season. For this season, he's gotten a full preseason workout. Um, I think him and Salah understand each other better now. Uh, so we're very looking forward to a feel like the season.
1: Definitely. As you can hear, Fidel, uh Christian's talking very good things about you. <laughs> no, yeah.
0: no it's totally, <laughs> I mean... Yeah, it's. I mean, the other uh, who's the other, other player that you could confuse me with other than Fidel Martinez, right? So, yeah. it's so funny. <laughs> I, I just I love how I kept getting back during the season. <laughs> you know, every
1: time. <laughs> it's <pretty> cool, so. <laughs> yeah. No, that's uh, it's, it's hilarious. Um, but like, I you know, going going back into to the game that we're gonna see on Thursday, which by the way, it's gonna be live on Tuesday, and That's at seven p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time, nine Central, ten Eastern. Uh, you guys can follow that game live through uh, Twitter with us at UY Podcast. I'll have you guys covered for that whole entire match. So I'm excited to give you guys live coverage on this game. Should be an interesting one. But going into kind of the 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 way that we want this team to play, I think we just want them to piggyback off of what they were doing good last season and what they have been doing good this preseason. And one thing that I've noticed a lot is that Solari really wants this team to be a possession-based team right he wants them to be able to not just attack but defend with the ball as well and i think the players little by little have started becoming more comfortable with that i think if you remember back to the beginning of the season christian where we were talking about how these te- how these players maybe didn't feel so comfortable on the ball they were making irrational passes it was very right. much lateral passing rather than forward passing Um, And and now you're seeing a little bit more daring. They're starting to split the ball a little bit more. They're trying to be a little Mm -hmm. bit more adventurous with that passing. And it's not so much resetting and then trying to find a shape again like we used to see a lot with Piojo. It's more give and go, give and go. And I think that's something that hopefully will develop into something really good that once we're down the 10th, 11th jornada, we're seeing an America side that is just playing some tiki-taka football, which I think ideally is what Solari wants to see from these players, which I think... Technically speaking, can actually do the role, and I think it's gonna fall down to Fidalgo a lot, really, to, to to be able to pull the strings in that midfield, and we'll see whether or not they're capable of doing that. If not, then Fida, of course, he can strap on the boots and take care of it himself. Exactly.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, I mean, Fida's given us his prediction. Now I'm curious to hear your guys' prediction and everyone here on the chat as well. Make sure you guys give me your prediction as well. But uh, AJ, what are you going with on Thursday?
2: I'm going with a 2 0 victory for America. I'm going to see, you know, I'll see a brace from Roger Martinez.
1: A brace from Roger Martinez. Interesting enough. Okay. Christian, prediction. I got a copy, AJ. 2 0. 2 0. Okay. All righty then. Everyone's feeling adventurous with the two goals. I don't see that. I think America walks away with the Corregidora with a 1 0 victory. A 1 (laughs) 0. A 1 (laughs) 0. And so that is on the first game. Um, a Solari staple on the first game. Come on, you can't tell me otherwise. Although Dylan is ready to riot, or at least get the Americanism oh, rioting. Dylan's going with a one-one. Um, wow. which, <laughs> yeah, that's what I. That's what I said in my head when I heard that. Right now, Damn. Uh Dylan's going with a one-one. Which let's let's try not. To think about that too much Uh, Jacob saying I think it's going to be A typical Jornada 1 game We win it 1-0 From a penalty From Emmanuel Aguilera Out of all players Although it would be It's not an America game If A America doesn't get a penalty B America doesn't cause The other rival team To get a red card And C America somehow ends up Winning only by one goal and one goal only So Should be uh, an interesting one Nonetheless But I I think it should Ultimately be a fun one I I don't expect this team To just go off And just completely demolish this Queretaro side because it's still the first game of the season, and yes, this team had a preseason, which I think is something that maybe we didn't have so much. I know we had the Copa, at, you know, Henepe, Mexico last season, but that was a whole different situation. But I think it's it's looking promising. I, I just want to see progress from the last game that we saw, which was against Tigres, because we didn't see the Atlantic game. I want to see progress from that game to this Gueretero side. Um, and the scoreline necessarily doesn't always have to reflect that. You know, if America doesn't win into one or 1-0, even if it's just by a one-goal margin. If we see progress, especially in that midfield that we were talking about, Christian, then, I, I, you know, I think that's something that Solari will be happy about, and then you kind of just continue and grow from there. So, interesting Just see what happens. Here's a question for you guys. What are we using? Because this is a big debate on Twitter. What are we using, yellow or blue against Queretaro? Yellow, because
3: Queretaro is blue. Queretaro is white. Yeah, they're white. They're white. yeah
1: Yeah. they have a white (laughs) kit i don't know i haven't kept up with their jersey launches but i just know that they're gonna have a white kit i'm I'm thinking it's gonna be yellow too but there are some people saying that we might wear blue so but by the way though fidel what's your thoughts on the kids you like Uh, them don't like them I
0: really like it. I, I I really dig it. I think they've just been doing, fantastic. Starting back to like, I mean, <clears throat> that third kid, you know, last last season was just oof. I I, I personally I hate, I hate that kid because I love it, but I hate it because it was my dad was the only thing he wanted for his birthday, so tracking one down was so impossible, you know. So, but yeah, I, but yeah, it's, yeah, so. I, I really like it a lot. I, I, I'm a big fan
1: of it. All right. Uh, Christian, I know you were definitely – because we – you know, America debuted at the the home kit with the ladies on uh, last Sunday, which, by the way, shout out to the ladies. Ended up getting that 2-1 victory against Santos Laguna. Um, that kit gives you kind of a really good major throwback vibe, Christian. That you Dude, mentioned on, on, on the chat, and you were just like, "It gives me major throwback vibes." And then, yeah, it it really does. It gives you a little bit of a. Oh,
3: I feel like we could do something with this kit, you know. I'm telling you, um, man, it's it's it really it's really cool. I saw the back of it when you put up the graphic. I I don't really looked at it like that, like in like prior to that. I'm like, oh wow, this um this looks like very 2005 ish uh, and it brought back a lot of memories. So hopefully we can make more with this Jersey. Definitely. I also love how it looks
0: very like ancestral, right? Like kind yes. of like the third kid, did right. last one, you know, it's mm. sort of like, and I, and I think those designs are just, they've been doing a really good job at making them clean and crisp and not coming off like too hokey. Like I love, like I personally love like the, the 98 Mexico world cup, but it's Jersey, but it's so ostentatious. You know what I mean? And this is, yeah, this is, this is like you almost forget it's a jersey, you know, so. Yeah.
1: That's what I've always said. You know, you just you see me at the club with it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I if it's something that I've always kind of applauded America and Nike for doing is is not falling in the trend of let's just whatever the what, you know, whatever the trend is for this season that we're giving to the multiple teams that we have under contract. Let's just do that with America. No, like America <laughs> is like. Like they sit down, they're like, "This is what we want. This is what we're going to design." And like you said, there's, there's, they, they kind of touch to the roots of, of, uh, of, of everything that you know they stand for, and and so they embed it into that into the kits. I mean, you saw it, you know, last season with that third kit, really, really amazing, and you know, kits prior to that as well. They they touch on that essence of not just the culture side of things, but the history of the club as well, right? I mean, you got those throwbacks mm-hmm. to back, you know with with the uh, with the 90s and 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 the Kalusha ages two seasons ago with that jersey too and everything so it 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 really is something that I applaud uh, America and Nike for doing because they don't fall under the you know same old same old type of situation like like if you go to the Premier League like Brighton and whatever other Nike team they have it's just, it's the simple design that they have going on and it's just kind of washed washed and repeat and even America with their goalkeeper kits, like you know that they, they, they keep them not like the staple of, of 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 Nike with with the other stuff that you could just buy and stuff. So I like it a lot. I like that America is actually adherent to that, and it goes to show that you know Nike really really wants to make money out of America, so they make something you know that is. That is really gonna catch the attention. So, hey,
2: they, got, they definitely got my money. It's like the first time I think in a while white actually bought the home and away kids instantly. Hey. I saw hey. it. I'm hey. just like, I need. I mean, hey, I even got one here right now. Still, <laughs> look at that.
3: Which that. I
1: was about to bring it up, AJ. Why, why, why don't you show the people on the stream right now? Unbox it for can, us, man. Unbox it for <laughs> us. Oh, <laughs> <does> it smell <laughs> like AJ. Does it smell like glory?
0: It smells it smell like, like victory. 14th.
1: Yes. It's wonderful.
0: Is it small, <laughs> my finals exit.
1: <laughs> it smells like a seventh finals You exit. didn't need to go
2: there. You didn't I'm need sorry. No way con Well, well you, know, you know,
0: you know, we hurt the ones that we love the most, right? <laughs> <laughs>
2: but, <laughs> man, this jersey, like Christian mentioned, like, it just I'm gives me like, vibes. Yeah, especially when you look at the back, now that you think about it, I think I have one of those jerseys that my dad bought me from way back when. I got to think mm. of it. It's a, such a beautiful kit. I definitely need to get like a name and a number on this jersey as soon as possible. So, who's that's gonna be? Um, probably Chucho Lopez. I wish, but you oh know. god, <laughs> gotta
1: represent <laughs> no, I don't know. Just get Janelli Farias or, uh, or, or uh,
2: Palacios, but whoever
1: scores a brace first out of both of them. Bet. We'll see. We'll see. But, uh, well, nice enough for AJ to unveil that for us. And hopefully you guys have gotten your kits. Uh, it looks like two, then already, if you guys bought it from the official club America store here in the States with tuna, and it looks like they started to ship out those, uh, already. We'll see when mine comes in the mail. Uh, we'll, we'll, have to wait and see, but, uh, not bad AJ. Not bad whatsoever, but all right. Uh, anything else to get add on in regards to the game against Queretaro or anything in general, gentlemen, before we kind of wrap it all up? No? We're all good? All righty then. Oh, by the way, uh, Dylan would like us to know that he bought his today as well, his jersey, okay. so curious to see as to whether that's going to be the home or the away jersey. Well, find out next week. Maybe he'll uh, send us a picture or something. We'll, <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. But, um, well, if that does it, then I, I don't think we'll take anyone's time. Uh, much further, uh, I do want to say is thank you to Fidel for coming on. Thank you so much. Uh, like we mentioned, it, it, we've been wanting to have you on for a while, and so glad that you were able to hop on. Great, great to have you. And I mean, for for those of for those people who are listening, and maybe not know exactly uh, of what you do. Uh, I, I'd love it for you to tell them exactly what it is that you're doing and what you're doing with the LA Times right now.
0: Yeah, so I uh, I work for the LA Times as an audience engagement editor and. Um, what that means is I was working for the digital strategy side of the sports desk. But I also launched a newsletter called the, the Latinx Files. And um, the, the newsletter is basically just, you know, stories about Latinos, Latinx folks, you know, like like specifically centering them. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a weekly newsletter. It comes out every Thursday. And best of all, it's free. You know, it's, it's basically like. The LA Times, this is sort of a, <clears throat> a broader effort from the LA Times to, like, the I think the LA Times is recognizing that Los Angeles is half Latino, you know, and in order for for the company to survive, in order for it to have a future, it needs to have more Latino subscribers. And the way that we do that is by, you know, creating story, like, basically making sure that the content and the stories that we're writing appeal to that audience. So, yeah, so I'm really excited about that. You know, feel free to check it out um it's kind of cool because it is a newsletter it doesn't go in the paper so it's it's a lot more conversational you know i like like uh, it it literally is about anything you know i've written about uh the the term like i had a whole section of it in fact (laughs) when they won i invited some readers to send memories of what or, or send like a little bit of what but what this victory meant to them and so you know it is it is uh there's a lot of interaction with the readers. I feel like, you know, we, we are trying to build up this readership. So like letting them know that this is a platform for them is, is it's like a big component of what we're doing. But yeah. And other than that, I just, you know, that's 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 basically like what I'm working on right now.
1: <clears throat> Definitely. And and you know, doing an amazing job really representing the Latino community out there. And I know you're you're putting in a big shift and we just want to say thank you for everything that you do and glad that you were able to come on and talk America, a little bit of Cowboys and as to, you know, everything else going on in the room. Oh, I,
0: I thank you so much for inviting me. I, 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 I think what you guys are doing is great. I think it's uh uh you guys and pretty much everyone involved in the, you know the Liga Mexican English movement. I think you guys are it's 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 really you guys are doing God's work, you know. I, I feel like you guys are setting the foundation for what's to come. I genuinely, genuinely believe that, you know. I mean, it's definitely without disclosing much. Like, just know that we've had conversations internally at the LA Times about how and if we should cover Liga and Max, you know. And I think you guys yeah. have let the have, have have set the foundation for that. So.
1: No, definitely. Thank you. And I mean, that's that's all we've ever wanted to do is, you know, it, we, we know that this is just, a, you know, a setting stone and, and hopefully soon then we'll pick it up and, you know, build upon it. And, you know, we'll just do our part. We'll, you know, do what we can. And again, you know, you're a big part of the Lingamakis English community as well, too. So, you know, thank you for doing. Oh, I just like to you know
2: talk trash. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's about yeah, 75 percent of what <laughs> the community is about. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> must come in with a little bit of trash talk. Exactly, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> uh but no again thank you for that so much for everything and again you know you're more than welcome and we can't wait to have you on the podcast again because um you know this is uh this is definitely fun and you know I, I think the gentleman agree with us we agree agree with me that you know this was uh we definitely got to do this again.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely I'll definitely come definitely you can count on me when when it's uh after the semi finals loss man I'll be like, <laughs> look, I didn't I hate to be right like I hate I hate being right. Like for like, no. All joking aside, like this is going to sound like a brag, and it's not. But I hate how right I am about things. But I am only right about things that are going to go bad. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's it's never like good things. Like, oh, this is good things going to happen. No, like it's no, it's always bad things. So, (laughs) you know. So, so, well, I mean, I'll, I'll definitely come. I'll definitely come then and commiserate and be like, I, I told you guys, but it doesn't still <laughs> suck. <It> still <laughs> sucks, you
1: know? so. No, well, I guess we'll, we'll we'll book you down for that for that day specifically. Then, well, well, maybe we'll book you when uh, we're previewing the final, then, just so you can be like, yeah, hey, see. <laughs> You were wrong. <laughs> but again, no, thank you guys. And thank you to everyone out there who listens, who's watching. Um, and Christian to AJ, thank you guys so much for everything. We'll be back next week to talk all things America. And this week as well, we're going to be uh, recapping the Lady Aguilas and what, uh, uh, what they did against Santos and, you know, looking forward into the Jornada 2 against Puebla. Correct me if I'm wrong, AJ, right? Yes. Perfect. All right, then, well... You guys can get all that information and more on our social media. Again, that's at Eagle Eye Podcast to Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, Live coverage on that game, uh, Thursday night, 7 p.m. Pacific time, 9 Central, 10 Eastern. And uh, anything else to add on, gentlemen, before I wrap it up?
3: No, no. Nope. Thank you for that once again for coming on. It's been a great experience, and I hope to see you sooner than the yeah. time okay. you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: just calling it now,
2: you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Definitely. All right, then. You guys have a wonderful time. You guys have a good night. Be safe out there. Please wear your mask. And as always, arriba la America. Good night,
2: ladies and gentlemen. This was another production of the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one source for all things Club America in English. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Eagle Eye Podcast and get all the latest news and coverage. And subscribe to our podcast wherever it is you may listen.